the Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and joining me today, he's running on nothing but angst and Heinz ketchup packets. It's Justin Hausman. Hi, Colin. How are you? <laughs> Uh, no angsty, more angst. Oh, more angst. this is me, angsty. I'm uh, <laughs> ah boy. <laughs> I've seen I can't you on get Twitter. Enough. I know you can get there. I can't. I'm just worried I'm not going to have enough energy. <laughs> I get a pop up in a hind. I'm so excited to talk about that. And today on the show, we're going to be running through our favorite ha- headlines that come out of the outdoor community and industry over the past week, including a very special one about about Heinz ketchup. Mm-hmm. But first, it's November 17th. We made it to Friday. That means it's time for America's favorite podcast segment. What's Justin doing this weekend? Presented by Long Weekend Coffee. So, Justin, what are you doing this weekend? I'm drinking, Colin. Colin, this is you getting wasted. This is a drinking weekend. It's been a week. It's been a week. It's supposed to rain a shitload tomorrow. So, uh, I think what I'm going to do is uh, enjoy some time in my uh, glamping setup I got in the backyard. My my big old canvas tent. Just listen to the pitter patter raindrops. Is that a year round setup? No, it's that was be. a summertime. Yeah, gig. I'm just I'm yeah, rolling yeah. with it. Like it seems fine. It's rained a couple times here. Nothing crazy. Although last night we had lightning and thunder, which was super fun. Backyard glamping, a little booze. A little booze. There's waves. I'm gonna surf as soon as this is podcast is over. There we I, go. Officially, it's my Friday or it's my weekend. This week has sucked ass. So I'm on weekend time right now. So and, All and right. I'll drink some coffee. Well, if you're gonna drink some coffee, you should go with Long Weekend Coffee because what's Justin is doing this weekend is presented by Long Weekend Coffee. With four varieties of beans, Long Weekend Coffee is the go-to coffee for all your adventures, whether it's glamping, drinking, surfing, not just on the weekend, though. Head to longweekend.coffee, shop around, and at checkout, enter promo code ROCK10 to get 10% off your first order. Long Weekend Coffee. More weekend, please. Well, before we get to headlines, we got to dip into the mailbag. Uh, it's got one email from Luna in Los Angeles who sent a note in regarding our conversation around uh, Columbia's Star Wars-themed ski kit. A couple weeks ago, you and I chatted about that. I had some nasty things. Well, we both kind of agreed that Star Wars, let's say, is in a low place. Yeah. I mean, we're we not, you know, the that. franchise. Um, Luna writes, I'm an outdoor enthusiast, and I really love the show. I love the way you try to hold the industry to account, but I do have a beef with some of your comments in the last show regarding Star Wars. I can't disagree that the franchise has taken some pretty mediocre turns, but to admit Andor, and to a lesser extent Rogue One, from your blanket dismissal is disappointing. I mean, if that's the depth of your Star Wars, I think she means Star Wars knowledge. How can I trust your take on mountain bike suspension? I hope this is just an oversight. Keep up the good, keep up the mostly good work. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take this one. I'll I, I, start with this one. I That was a major oversight. Andor is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Part of the reason I love Andor is because it doesn't feel like it's anything has anything to do with Star Wars. Frankly, I think it's what makes it really one reason it makes it really good. And Rogue One is probably my I guess I would say it's probably my it's my favorite Star Wars movie. But I call, I would call it maybe the second best one after Empire. Um, I think you probably feel similar. I think it's better here. than Empire. Whoa, hot take. Yeah. Uh, Rogue One over Empire. It's also the only Star Wars movie that doesn't have an opening uh, crawl, like the opening. You know the, the oh yeah the, right. the whatever we, besides I don't know what you call it besides a crawl. Did Solo have an opening crawl? Oh, mm, I don't know. I bet it does though. You know what? I think Solo is a little under uh, uh, underrated. underrated. Yeah. Solo's good. Yeah. I like Solo. I'll, I've watched Solo a bunch. Well, you said you had something to say about Columbia I, with, as regard, I, relates to uh, Star Wars. I did. I I do. And and well, so we talked about we talked about their uh, their little Star Wars foray into 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 clothing. But we we've talked we've talked a lot of of. I don't know if I would say talk shit about Columbia, but we've definitely like raised 
objections to some of their marketing choices with Star Wars and the Overland shoes. But I was thinking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, it's a, sorry it's, Columbia. It's, Overland it's funny. shoes just sounds it's, uh, funny. I've, I've told lots of people about They all snicker. I'm so, uh, There we are. But, you know, I, I was thinking about how, like, I'm not currently, but at some point today I will 100% be wearing some mountain hardware stuff. Like, I can't leave yeah. the house without some of their like more recent pieces that they've been like making and they've been cranking out some like pretty epic clothes. I have some natural fiber stuff from them now, like a, almost like a work jacket that's hemp and some hemp pants. So nice. dope. And like, I'd feel bad. Like, you know, like, I think hardware got a little vanilla. I think hard at Columbia definitely is to blame for that. And over the, you can at any different, at different points over the last, I don't know, whenever they bought them was, I'm sure it was in the two thousands at some point, but the, the early two thousands, but I think lately, it, hardware does seem to be have a little bit of a return to form. Mm-hmm. Um, they do share sourcing departments, things like that. So there's, you know, they're, they're the, the the corporate overlord definitely keeps tabs on what's happening at hardware. But I, I agree with you. I think hardware is, hardware is an important brand. Yeah. I mean, at the time that hardware came out in the 90s, you know, that was, there was, you know, you had Marmot and North Face and Patagonia. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'm missing a few others, but it's like hardware was cool. I mean, they were the ones who were like, you know, you could see all the, expeditions up in the Himalaya and stuff like that and the hardware tents oh, and outfits yeah. were it's like or the, the puffy straight yeah, up sick. legit I mean they still make like some of the best like full on like mountaineering suits of the world well we'll save they... our vitriol for, for some other folks yeah. later in today's episode we got some things to get off our chest for sure but first we got it like we talked about in our open today Heinz Ketchup mm. have you seen this Heinz Ketchup is trying to create a trend amongst runners to take their ketchup packets along with them for quick calories in the new campaign the company claims their tomato ketchup is a good source of energy and that runners everywhere are using Heinz ketchup packets on their runs. I think that's the made up part. They're providing resources so you can arrange your run to find more ketchup packets while out running. <laughs> I'm not verified if those are legit or not, but it's literally like a Strava thing and it looks like a little like Keystone, like, like here's their logo. a Burger King. I mean, you know where yeah, they're going to find it. It's like you're running it. by, it's like, oh, you can get a ketchup packet there. You're if you supposed to go, go in, in and take free ketchup packets? That's not how I it works, so. Heinz. <laughs> Did anyone reach out to Burger King's yeah, dude, corporate office? Yeah, they pay for those. <laughs> I mean, do they though? I wonder. That's a good oh. question. Well, somebody does. I mean, you're somebody right. Does. That's a good point. But also, like, I love how like condiments are just considered like free by everybody. <laughs> just walk up, just like, oh, I'll just like, yeah, I'll just gra-. like. That's not cool. <laughs> I was I went through a raising canes drive through the other night. I, what? for my for my two raising canes? What the hell is that? Can- it's like a like a chicken nugget. I must be so yeah. thing. I don't know, but it's uh, we don't really have drive throughs right? here. So we go through and like three times I get asked, do you want ketchup? Do you want ketchup? Do you want ketchup? We're taking it home. Like, no, no, no. We get home. There's like six packs of ketchup in the back. Oh, dude. I'm like, <laughs> you know how that's how it is. Have you ever worked in a job like that? Like, you're not listening. Like, you mean it. We were asking <laughs> and you mean it. Don't even ask me. You mean, oh, Just they meant it. it they were like, do you want ketchup? Because if you do, we'll put some in. If you don't, we won't. And then you're like, whatever. At that point, though, they don't, they're like, they're doing 400 things. So they don't know. The cult of ketchup. Yeah. I bet that Raising Cane's was on the uh, their running route for here in San Marcos. Like, you, you got to hit the Raising Cane's. So do they actually, they don't, they don't say anything in this little press release or whatever you're reading from about like actual like nutritional value and or caloric or whatever the hell is in it that makes. Not really. I mean, at first I thought. Well, here's the funny thing. So it's obviously a publicity stunt, stunt, but I like ketchup when I was doing endurance sports. I actually, my, the last ultra I did, I made a whole bunch of egg and cheese burritos. I wanted real food at aid stations. Yeah. And that, there's a picture of me actually on the Rock Fight website of my buddy putting ketchup on my egg and cheese burrito because it's just sugar and salt and everything else that you kind of need when you're out there. So I was like, I could see this being real. But then, of course, every, all the coverage, you do see nutritionists being like, oh, that's actually not what you need and you need these carbohydrates and it's short on that or whatever. So I think it is, uh, 
But is it more appealing? Because I could see there are times when well, almost like goo, ketchup then, sounds more than goo. Always. Well, that's what I mean, right? You're not or, a gel or guy. Not not goo specifically, but like a gel. You know, I I know goo the best. So I I went through a like a gel phase where I kind of dug them. Yeah. Um, and I take them with me on rides and stuff. But like, they're not they're not that pleasant. I mean, I don't. I've never just yeah. Of course, I'm sure I've eaten ketchup packets. Of course, I have. I probably would rather have a ketchup packet. I'm kind of surprised there's not a ketchup flavored energy gel. Well, anyway, anyway so, I respect what they're doing over there, Heinz. Nice job. That was that's uh, I guess it's pretty funny. Good for you for kind of trolling the endurance crowd for a little bit with your <laughs> with your ketchup. All right, so next up, I know we weren't going to talk about this, and I and I gave Gear Junkie some credit earlier this week for taking this story off of their homepage, but as of this morning, it's their lead story as it was announced that Caitlin Armstrong was found guilty of murdering cyclist Mo Wilson. But Gear Junkie to me has a real problem, I, and I and I don't want to just make this into a bashing session. And you know, we'll see if this even makes the final cut of this episode. But most of their stuff is light. It's a, it's a stuff and consumer like capitalist focused website. All of their content is mixed with a high amount of sponsored content. It's really hard to kind of take them seriously if it comes to a serious tone. It's about it's in their name. It's Gear Junkie, you know, <laughs> right. like. So th- their homepage is bizarre because they have this giant murder verdict story sitting on top of a knife gear review, a guide to, on how to give a wristwatch, a review of the new Hyundai Santa Fe, and then the best gifts for hunters in 2023. And if you just Google the the trial, you have the verdicts showing up on CBS, New York Times, NPR, right. Fox, You're Washington. You're going to get better information. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's on Outside's website. You don't need any of that because who gives a shit? Well, but it, that's true. But it's like that's where you see the verdicts for murder trials. Yeah. So I just feel like they just shouldn't do this at this point. And I don't know. I don't really know if I even have a so what. I just maybe I shouldn't just go to their website or include their content for the show in the future. But it just it really is off putting to me. Back to the, you know, the reason we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Well, I don't know if they have a problem because I, pre- I actually presume that Gear Junk is doing really, really well. Uh, I just knowing the way that the probably internet right. works today and affiliate sales and all that stuff, I, I have a feeling they're probably doing just pretty crushing good. crushing it. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I agree with you. It's a weird, but I mean, we talked about it before. I don't really understand why this is an outdoor person's story. Um, Like I guarantee you someone else got murdered in the same week that also rides a bike. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not, not to disparage Mo or anything like that. I mean, like, like it's a horrific situation, but it's, and it's being covered. It's on all of those news outlets I just mentioned. And like, I get why outside would, this is like, that's like their bag, you know? Um, But it is a bit weird. I agree with you. I mean, I'm sure that there were more important, impactful things that happened this week in like environmental legislation or something that like you could have covered instead. But you know, I don't. That's there. That's like we've talked about it a million times. There's only so many things you can say and cover. And if you're trying to shovel content into the furnace, you know, like to keep things going, I mean, it, I, it makes some sense. And I don't think. I mean, like, but also look at Gear Junkie. Like it's, it's like essentially a clearinghouse for new stuff coming out. I mean, they do, they do try to be like objective about reviews, but like, I don't think that's really why I doubt that's why people actually go there. You go there cause you're stoked on new gear and you're seeing what's coming out. I don't think there's a hugely critical like eye to their, you know, for their like readers. So I, I imagine most people are just like, Oh, interesting. And scrolling past that and going back to knife reviews, you know? So I don't know. we got some eyeballs, but th- I think you just, you just cracked it for me th- and thank you. Right. Because I'm looking at the site right now and under topics, right? It's apparel, camping, fitness, knives, news, hunt and fish, technology, snowboarding, biking, climbing, footwear, motors, hiking, paddling, skiing. That's everything. Jesus Christ. But that's everything stuff related. Okay. There's no, I don't see, there's not, 
sustainability, manufacturing, right. like uh, corporate right. news, yeah. you know, earnings that's calls, not what right? That's, that's it's not, not a for. news website. So why is this the one? To, I mean, that is it, weird. Right? I mean, I think that's ultimately what's rubbing me the wrong way here. And right. Frank, like, I'll be honest, the only reason I brought it, bringing it up at all is because I was, the other day I was nice to them. And I'm like, hey, I'm glad you took that down. <laughs> and then here well, it is today, front page, and it pissed me off a little bit. I would say that something like the, that, that, per, I think it was a dude that like was trying, like preparing to kill a bunch of people at that Smith Rock climbing yeah, where's that thing. Like that seems like a bigger outside outdoor store, even for like, yeah, I mean, that was I'm a climber sure they, going to potentially murder other climbers. And I, I also, I, I, I could be wrong. I didn't look at it. I, uh, so maybe they did. I doubt your Jackie's doing like, in, like actual independent journalism here i i imagine they're just reporting what they're reading on cbs I, I doubt they're sending people to the trial like i don't know maybe they are but um good point it's a bit weird it's a bit weird it's like black friday's coming up you, you know like you probably have more gear junkie ish things to cover i don't know I, it just stands honestly, like a sore thumb. why 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 certain outlets cover the things they do will always interest me because i worked in media for so long a lot of times that's literally just like the person who's in charge thinks it's super interesting. They have a bugaboo about it. And everybody else is like, right. Oh. You know, like we used to, that happened at surfer all the time. Like, why are we, why the hell are we cut? Or, or honestly, probably other people thought about that when I'm writing about stuff, like who gives a shit, dude, <laughs> but it meant something to me, you know? So I just in this kind of media landscape where you have to curate how you get information. If you don't want to be overwhelmed, right. If you're going to engage yeah. in the internet, it's comes at you like a fire hose, right? And that was, this yeah. was my takeaway from the Trump administration and the coverage of it. It's like, okay, I am no longer going to allow news to be thrown at me. I'm going to go get it when right. I want it. And right. so if I go to Gear Junkie, it's going to be like, oh, what's yeah. the newest thing that's out here? I don't want yeah. a murder thrown in my face. I mean, it'd be like if well, I went I, to AJ's website, like, and you guys were covering stuff like this, I'd be like, oh, that's not, uh, that's not why I'm here, you know? Totally. I mean, I'm sure Gear Patrol is not doing stories on the Mo Wilson trial. You know. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, I'll say it again. Please, Gear Junkie, do better. I, you know, I do. I do. I typically like going to your site, and lately, it's been making me angry. Next thing I want to talk about. Did you see this thing this week? Uh, Pink Bike, the Pink Bike podcast had an episode that apparently they're going over some pet peeves, and they said a few things that kind of raised the hackles of this YouTuber, this guy Lone Ranger. I did only because you sent it to me. I do like. I, I, I like man, Lone Ranger. To make it look like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> I mean, I like Lone Ranger because he rides or he's always given really positive reviews to bikes I like. <laughs> so like, I, I click on his site, but no, I, I mean, I, I listened to it. So he, he got, so he's a, like a, like a YouTuber, I guess. I actually didn't really realize he was such a big YouTuber. I've always just read his content on his, on his blog, mm. bike reviews and stuff like that. But, uh, so he gets, he gets, uh, he gets annoyed because he listens to the pink bike podcast, um, where they are giving their pet peeves about what, like mountain bike content? Yeah, or just in general, like I, mountain bike pet peeves. They basically accuse people of, of becoming like YouTube personalities if you can't compete at a high enough level and you're like into a sport, yeah, right? Yeah, like, shooting, that's kind like of their filming thing. your ride and then uploading the whole yeah. thing to YouTube or whatever. If you're not, you know, um, uh, Danny McCaskill or, or yeah, whatever, right? right? right. Like they're, yeah, or them, presumably. I mean, like I got, so I so this guy, this guy gets, he, he plays a bit of their, he plays a little section from the podcast that they, that they put out and, um, claims to have lost sleep over it and gets like super mad. Cause he, he feels like they're, he doesn't say it as much, but it seems like he feels like they're, they're like talking about people like him. Yeah. Like just kind of marginal rider. He's probably a great, I no doubt he smokes me on a mountain bike. I guarantee he's way better than me, but I'm sure he feels a little bit like, Hey, you know, like I'm not like a beginner rider. 
I, what's interesting to me is it like raises the question of like who get, who gets who's allowed to be either an expert on something, right? Like, do you have to be a super fast mountain biker to be an expert on mountain bikes? He took umbrage about like you if you aren't a top level pro, you don't really have the you shouldn't have a platform. I don't think they really mean that. I mean, like no, you and I say things I all the time that either. I don't think we mean like on this show. Like, I can't imagine like gun to their head these guys would think that. But I do think it's interesting um, in a world where everybody can upload anything they want. Like, you don't have to be the, like, there's a really popular surfer, hugely popular surfer named Ben Gravy. Oh, yeah. And he and he does, um, I, I I don't really enjoy his channel. Just, it's, it's boring to me. Um, but he, you know, goes all over, all over the place surfing novelty waves on soft tops. He's a, he's a good surfer, better surfer than me. But he's not, he would never win a contest at even like a low level event. He's not like a, like just an absolute ripper. He's got a giant following, huge following. So like what? Like, is it not worth watching? Cause he's not, you know, Dane Reynolds. Like, I don't know. Like I, it, it's, it's a weird thing. And, and if you start going down that road, you're going to find out that most of the people that you read or watch or whatever in the outdoor world aren't like pro pros. I'm not a professional at anything I talk about. I think the, inter the interesting thing I think you just said there too about like, I think Ben Gravy is a good example because Ben Gravy has found a following because he has uploaded like a champ, like an actual YouTuber. He's a, he's a YouTuber more than he's a surfer, right? And and, yeah. like, and he's cultivated his personality and his audience, and he has gotten really good at hosting these videos. I think podcasts are the same thing. Everybody thinks it's about what you're talking about. It's like ah, sometimes it's about no, you. it's personality based. Right. Do you have juice, and I'm not you sitting there you pumping our tires saying that we're the best at this. But I think we found a following so far because people like. <laughs> they want to hear what you and I have totally. to say. And I think it's the same thing here where if you're going to criticize, take, I mean, first of all, it's a kind of a nothing burger. I went and listened to the whole uh, podcast. There's nothing to get upset about. They didn't say anything that really, when you listen to the whole thing, I was just like, it never went a million years would have thought that anybody would have gotten upset about this. So I do look at you, Lone Ranger, if you're listening to this and be like, 10 minute video telling me you lost sleep. Like, Okay, maybe he touched the nerve a little bit because of your background. Get it, but it's not. It really wasn't that bad. That being said, why do people come to your channel? Because they want to hear what you have to say about stuff. If there's anything to be critical about the people who go out and film their backyard ride and like put it up on YouTube, it's just that it's boring. <laughs> like if, even totally. if you can like, rip, even if you're a good mountain biker, I don't. I can't. To your point, you were saying I think before we started recording about watching videos of good surfers. At some point, I'm gonna get bored. I respect the skills. Like, hey, that's great. Wow, you're really good at this. At some point, I'm like, okay, can we go do something else now? You can be a great mountain biker. If you're just putting a ride of you riding on a trail, that is not that interesting. So I would also assume that pink bikes' single biggest uh, traffic drivers are their Friday fails, where it's just, it's just people falling off their mountain which bikes. It, I guarantee that smokes everything else everything. they do. It's the only thing it's I like, watch well, consistently. That's, my, that's, my kids and I watch it together. We have a ball. That is the most amateur thing that you guys do and it's yep. probably your biggest traffic driver yep so i don't know like who i don't know i think i think there's something the flattening of the internet in terms of like flattening hierarchies like we're we're still figuring this out yeah like who who you know it used to be like someone like ben gravy would never have existed before the internet obviously clearly but like um you know it used to be there was a little club and it was hard to get into and now everybody can get in the club and people are still trying to figure it out what does it mean what does it mean to be like an editor at like a very influential and popular enthusiast media platform if if random dudes can like beat you on youtube like what 
What does it mean anymore? Uh, and, what are we? What are any of us doing anymore? Well, why do we care? And that's kind of the thing where I think it, I call it a nothing burger because like there's caveat after caveat on the podcast of like we're just talking about our pet peeves. Don't take any of this yeah. seriously. These right? aren't op eds right. that we're like putting but out. But even yeah. if they did. It's also like, why are you complaining about it? Because all those shitty ride videos probably have like a dozen views uh, on yeah. on YouTube. And I'd say the same thing to Lone Ranger. It's like, okay, I get it. You were that person who had started uploading it. So you took it a little more personally. Do you really need to call out Pink job. Bike? Yeah, right. I mean, it's his job. It is. Yeah. But also, do you really need to call, make a 10-minute video calling them out or just go make even better content than Pink Bike, Pink Bike is making? Right. Because I think Pink Bike, except for Friday Fails... It's a little stale. Like, I don't need to see another Northwest Whistler yeah. mountain bike video from Pink Bike. You know, there are other places and environments you can ride in Pink Bike <laughs> besides the Northwest. I, Pink Bike is such a good example of um, something I desperately wish we could figure out how to do, which is just make websites once a month. Yeah, right. Like, I, I really do think everybody who has ever, like, I granted this is... I'm sure like kids that are 13 would be like, you idiot. Why? Like they never, if you didn't grow up with <laughs> magazines, this won't make any sense to you. But I, there's gotta be a way to where we can just hold back. Like you don't yeah, need like, to put like five stuff times up a month, every day. They make something really cool basically. And then the rest of it is yeah. just noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, just, just like save up all your content for 30 days and then put out a freaking great website. And then maybe you only, yell, like, maybe you only let people have access to it for a certain amount of time. I don't know how it would work. The only Adventure videos like I watch consistently usually are like, like uh, Cody Townsend's figured it out because like I'm not a skier, mm -hmm. but every episode of the 50 is interesting to me because it's, it's cool. It's a mission based thing. We know he's trying to accomplish something. He's really good on camera. He's good at kind of, it's not a hardcore, I'm a badass style thing. He gets into the dangers of the backcountry, the decision making. It's interesting. Even if you don't like going in the mountains or skiing or anything, um, yeah. there's another channel called uh, mediocre amateur. A bunch of guys yeah. in Utah, they make really great 10-minute little videos about their adventures. And I see that as almost like, as like, oh, I'd like to go. Oh, they're in, they're in Switzerland. Sweet. That's cool. Let's go check that out. I think most mountain bike and uh, surf and climbing, these video, like, videos that come out of these, this, the, those worlds, which are sports I like to do, are just not that interesting. And I, to your point, Click, Pink Bike is a great example of this. Those guys obviously know what they're talking about. You listen to that podcast, these are knowledgeable mountain bike people. They understand all the things about bikes, the brands, how they operate, how they're supposed to operate, what's good, what's bad. But it's information overload on mostly boring stuff that I don't care about. I, you know, I just realized in a lot of ways, I am those pink bike guys. And I hadn't thought about it before. And it's not so much, it's not so much like I don't mind seeing pork content in terms of like if you don't surf or ride a bike well yeah. that doesn't matter i just honestly and here's i'm about to pull a pink bike moment where like if someone pulled this out of context i'd sound like a raging piece of shit but like i just don't really care about your opinion if you're not on my same level as a surfer if that makes any sense so like i it's it more because your like your experience and mine are are not remotely similar right and it's like you going i don't really get it it's like i'm not i'm not saying i think you're a bad person or you shouldn't surf but it's like well well fuck we have nothing to talk about here then because we don't we're on the same. Yeah, look, I and if I, you spend all day at Pink Bike and you're doing review after review and you're producing stuff and you're making all this content, and then like you flip on YouTube and it's 16 videos of somebody putting up a 35 minute like descent off of a tiny little hill in their backyard, I'd probably get irritated too. <laughs> you know, if, I, if I saw that, yeah. that would be a pet peeve of mine, I would think. I'm getting, I'm getting heated just thinking about it, actually. Yeah, it's weird. I think the human nature part of this, and I think that it, this is probably the larger 
thing with the outdoor community. Like, is all this stuff is supposed to be like it's friendly and nature and all these things about like getting back and going outside. But we're still human in the day, and this stuff is some stuff's going to get under our skin, and what gets under my skin might be different than what gets under your skin. You know, I don't know if the Lone Ranger guy needs to make a ten minute video talking about this. I really expected the podcast to be really inflammatory. I expected to walk away going, "Wow, man, that was." fucking low blow towards like the amateur YouTuber. And it was just nothing there to the point where I'm like, this guy made a 10 minute video and edited it and uploaded it over this. So hey, we've been talking about it for at least 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't know, <laughs> man, sure the outdoor world still a uh, <laughs> little, little bizarre at times. Yeah. Uh, well, man, that's all I got. Anything, uh, any other headlines from your end? No. All right. Well, before you turn us off, Please click that follow button to follow the show on whatever podcast app you're hearing us on. You know, maybe leave us a review, a little five-star rating. It's the best way to help The Rock Fight grow. You can also write into The Rock Fight by sending your emails to myrockfight at gmail.com. Give our old pal Tacoma Phil some company in the inbox. Uh, Justin, what do you got to plug? What's going on? I mean, it's the same thing last few weeks. AJ 31's out, or it's about to be out. It's pretty good. Yeah? What did you it's write really, for it's it? Real, it's a good one. Uh, what do I got in there? I got a... Uh, Nothing, nothing long. I do the, I do the front of the book stuff. So a nice fun piece on whether the um, <clears throat> the Siberian Tunguska explosion from oh, 1908 was, that before. I was can't actually a black that. hole. Yeah, yeah. Some fun little the Mentos notes and fragments is pretty fun this time. The little 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 tidbits at the beginning, that sort of stuff. But it's it's just a great pe- a great issue. I mean, it has like a one of the best pieces I've read in a long time about riding your riding a mountain bike on the entire Iditarod Trail. We can also hear you on the Adventure Journal podcast. So check that out. Get more Hausman in your life, but not too much. Find Justin at his local beach break. He'll uh, he'll not talk to you. It'll be That's great. Goddamn right, I won't. <laughs> All right, well, the Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. For Justin Hausman, I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. And now the part you've been waiting for. It's time to head into the sunset with my friend and yours, Krista Makes from Less Than Jake, with the Rock Fight fight song. We'll see you next time. Rock